this is Katie, and thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast. And today's topic of competition actually came from a listener. And so I was really kind of excited to dive into this, and I had to do some research on this because I personally naturally avoid competition. It's not something I actively seek out. Maybe I do in subtle ways, and I'm still looking into that. Um, But for the most part, it's something that I avoid. But I know for a lot of people who are neurodiverse, it can actually help them. So having someone next to you doing a similar activity um, can be very motivating. So whether you are co-working or you are on a sports team together, um, There can be parallel play of you doing like art next to somebody, or you can have like interactive play where you're, you're actively throwing the ball to one another, you're playing tennis together, whatever it is. And we can naturally have some competition um, occur in our brains where we are looking at what the other person is doing. Um, Maybe we we are telling our brain, really, it doesn't matter. We're both doing this together. We're having fun. Or we can get very competitive of like, okay, they scored more points. So I'm going to challenge myself and push myself further. A lot of physical movement can really help people, especially with ADHD, because um, they are increasing the neurotransmitters in their brains and um allowing more flow to not only thoughts, but also their muscle movements. And when they are done with the activity, they actually feel this kind of release of stress and pressure and knowing that they did their personal best. Um, And when they are a professional athlete, repeating this over and over can really help a lot of ADHD brains where, um, they're able to, after they're all done, be able to pay attention, stay on task, um, reduce impulsivity, um, being able to just be in the moment better and feel a little clearer, better sleep, and which can improve symptoms throughout even the next day. So having repeated tasks that feel kind of competitive can actually, um, make it so that your brain is performing better day over day. If that's something that you're physically moving and you're challenging yourself to do. Now there's also a lot of trouble with ADHD brains where they're trying to initiate a new task. And so that's when using multiple tools, like something is new and shiny, a tool, (laughs) a literal tool, whether it's digital or something they can hold in their hand, um, that the newness of using something for the first time can motivate someone to complete a task. It could be that you're introducing time pressure to yourself. So procrastinating on purpose so that you're then competing against the clock to get something done. Um, it can be that our brains work better in that time crunch feeling because it switches on our focus. It switches on our interest in the subject, and it can also 
make us more alert and we know that we're going to feel a bigger payoff than if we had done just like a little bit at a time. Uh, we feel like it's more of a roller coaster where we're building, like there's this long pause of like not doing much because we procrastinate. Then we're going up that um, roller coaster hill and it's so much pressure and like we know like the big event is that timer going off and then the release on the other side of like that pressure is gone can be a much bigger motivator than purposely doing 20 minutes a day and that last day doing your 20 minutes and going oh that's it our brains need a much bigger motivator at the end for that so my challenge for you is to think about how you use competition every day. And it may take some inner looking inward and seeing, am I competing with myself? Am I um, using someone that I don't even know through the internet, just someone I follow as someone who I can compete with, not that they'll ever see my own work, but that I, I see them and then it drives me to do better in my own work. Um, sometimes it can seem like there's a jealousy of what other people are doing. But then if you're looking at the core of it, the core of kind of jealousy is going, oh, I didn't get to do this. Maybe I could do this. Like that, that to me is the very core of like, FOMO or like watching someone else um, at a distance saying, oh, wow, I would love to do that. And sometimes it's not that literal thing. It can be like, you know, they just designed this most beautiful room. And I know for me, my skill set is not that I'm going to get something magazine ready for someone. But my motivation is that know there's something about that space or that the way they designed it that I want to carry over to my own clients in a way that they'll feel really good about the space. And it's not about that one product they got at one particular store in that one color, right? <laughs> like that is magazine ready. That is like, um, put on, kind of on a pedestal, but how can I carry those themes? And I participate in my own version of that. And so that's why I kind of look at jealousy as kind of this competition as well. It's a competition that you're looking inward and going and challenging that I want to be like exactly like them. And it's like, no, that's not what's going on. I want to do better in my own work and I want to switch some things around. So I hope this kind of gives you a better sense of competition, <laughs> a better um, understanding of how we are using competition in our lives, whether it's physical or mental and how in kind of question those times where you feel more motivated, is it because you've used a form of competition or something else to get your brain like really interested and diving into the next activity or project or writing or whatever that is. So thank you for joining me. And um, I would love to hear from you. If anything has come up, you feel free to email me at listen at my senses, myspace.com.
So until next time, thank you for joining me on the My Senses, My Space podcast.